We did not use scales. When in a baggie laid flat, a lid was four fingers wide. And then one of the other people quotes that person's uh, comment and says, you must be old as f***. Four fifty one. It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm Bubs. Welcome back, Bumps. Love the music. Bumps is back with his pick for his theme song, Long Cool Women in a Black Dress by the Hollies. Ooh, whiskey. <laughs> you had any good whiskey lately, Bumps? Yeah, last night. What'd you drink? Uh, Jack, what else? Was that your own Jack, or was that leftover from uh, the big 50th uh, a, birthday party bash? Well, last night was the pub crawl. Oh, you went out to eat, drink. No, yeah, we but we just went to the first place. This was uh, this was for our uh, buddy and uh, relative and yes. uh, uh, s- semi regular guest host on the show, Sawyer. He turned yes. he turned twenty one. Twenty one. Yay! Now it's legal. <laughs> yep. So he can finally drink for the first time alcoholic beverages. Yeah. As of as of. Uh, uh, Did you tell him to go his... slow in the beginning? To go what? <laughs> go slow. You know, beer. No. Be- beer before liquor no. gets sick quicker and all that. Uh, no, I teach him the ropes. He, was... he doesn't know anything. He's brand new at this drinking thing. It's just it's he hasn't he, was... he hasn't drank any alcohol yet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he's been he's been practicing yeah. for many years. <laughs> many years. <laughs> well, that's a funny joke yeah. you made about Sawyer doing that. <laughs> so did you guys have fun? Yeah. yeah. You know the we, we came we came home early. Yeah, they were, we try, they, were home early. they were trying to get me to fly back for yeah last night. Yeah, I, it was it was fun. All his buddies were there. I don't. I didn't have. I don't have time. The time thing was the problem. It was actually yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. It would not have been that expensive. I looked at the flights Friday morning, <laughs> yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah, the day I was going to fly. Now you would think they would be like two thousand dollars a ticket, right? Last well, minute like that, yeah, four seventy five for a uh, steerage, like the, uh, yeah. the un- unassigned economy <clears throat> seating that they have now. That's for the most of the plane. You know, guess how much it was to upgrade to business class? Business class. They, they got class. business class. They yeah. got business class. They do on Delta. So somebody made a reference to flying now. Uh, pre uh, post COVID, uh, as the only thing they had to do to make it happen was they put wings on a Greyhound bus. Yeah, uh-huh. 
because the clientele is the same. Yeah, well, they're they're cramming everybody in there so tight, and uh, <laughs> they even have. There are some airlines where you stand; they don't even have seats. It's like standing in a wow. subway car, holding onto oh the pole. Oh my god! But anyway, get so guess how much it was four seventy five for the lowest lowest economy fare. Can't even mm-hmm. pick your own seat. Four seventy five round trip. Four seventy five. How yeah. much is business class? Less than that. Well, why would it be less than that? That would I be that would be very strange and unbelievable, and I might have bought the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> and flown up there just for last night. What, <laughs> if it what was, was it about if it was less five, than four seventy five, six seventy five. Well, that's not bad. Two hundred bucks more, le- le- less yeah. than fifty percent more. Yeah, I thought about it, but I just yeah. I, I can't. Too much. I, I I just don't have time. Too much hassle. <laughs> Too well, was, not so yeah. much the hassle, but. Plus, there was no, but nobody was driving anywhere around Metro Atlanta yesterday, Friday, November 5th. A red letter date in the history of science, November 5th, 1955, of course, the invention of time travel. Why was nobody <laughs> driving around Atlanta? Nobody was driving around Atlanta yesterday, November 5th, because the Braves won the World Series and had themselves a little parade. I'm joking oh. with using the word little. They went yeah. from downtown Atlanta up I-75 to the new stadium in Smyrna Marietta. Oh, that's great. God bless them. <laughs> Dad, good for them. That's like 10 miles. Good for them. Are they still called, well, hey, are they still called the Braves? Yes, for now. Good. Yeah. Um, good. So are the Cleveland Indians, at least in this house. Well, you know. And the, Was- and the Washington, Washington Redskins, Redskins yep. in this house. Specifically the Washington Redskins. Uh, the Washington Post, of all places, uh, Jeff Bezos's propaganda rag for pro-Amazon and things he likes, like uh, yeah. giant uh, $500 million yachts and uh, frivolous launches into space. Was that Captain think, Kirk that he launched into space? Who? Yeah, yeah. Captain Kirk. Yeah, 90 I years old. That, 90 years old. I thought that was so f-ing cool when he did, oops, when he did that. <laughs> I really thought that was cool. I mean, he's he said, "Can I say ass on the air?" Yeah, he said ass, but that was cool. Flying Captain Kirk. Which which, yeah. which one, Jeff Bezos? It wasn't he the one that flew him up there. I think it was his penis shaped rocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty sure that was it. I don't think it was Elon. I think it was yeah Jeffy. So anyway, his his newspaper, Jeffy. the Washington Post. Uh, and published you can't find them anymore because they erased them from the internet but they uh they did polls of actual native americans specifically about team names and they went through all of them indians chiefs braves and especially redskins and across the board they all it was like nine nine and a half to one or nine and a half to a half um 90 to 95 percent they liked it they thought they thought it was a good idea, and they were flattered by it. <laughs> flattered by it, yeah, they love it, yeah, yeah. The you yeah. know Native Americans, the people who refer to themselves as Indians. So yeah, Cleveland Indians, Washington Redskins, etc. Yes, yes. But anyway, sir. yeah. So nobody drove anywhere because they were afraid they would never get where they wanted to go. Because that's actually <laughs> happened here with ice and snow. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. is precedent. So that was that was in the middle of the day? On a Friday. Yeah. Well it's so a good, they like closed it, the, they closed the schools. Was it a rolling blockade? I have no idea. I stayed home. I was oh. working from home anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Allison worked from home, even though she was planning to go in. You bet there was what? I'll bet you it was a rolling blockade where they, they just put them in traffic and you know, there's traffic ahead of them and traffic and, and behind, behind them. Behind them and they close and open the exits as, as required. Yeah, yeah that's right. what they, yeah, they do that all the time yeah. on ex- that exact stretch of I-75 because yeah. whenever the president flies in, he, he lands in Marietta, just north of the stadium at Dobbins Air Reserve Base. So they yeah. truck, them, truck them down into town on 75 and then back up there. And they do, they do, do it exactly like that. Do they truck his porta potty with them too? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> limo full of diapers. Limo full of diapers. <laughs> Imagine if Gerald Jesus Ford, Christ. if Gerald Ford were still alive <laughs> and president. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Forty years later. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's what that's what we got. Get out there and vote, people. It's, it's just it's just hilarious. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much time in the day for news and civic responsibility. You gotta watch you some Kardashians. Oh Jesus! I don't do that. I watch Oak Island reruns. Yeah, can't get enough, huh? And Doctor Pohl reruns. Yeah, I love Doctor Pohl. He's an American. Um, man made a <laughs> man made a fortune sticking his arm up cows' butts. That guy with the German accent that almost lives in Canada. He's an American. Yeah, a real yeah. American. Yeah, he's got his own American line of uh, of uh, pet food now, right? Yes, yes, he does. We feed our cats his food. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just uh, telling me he had his own line. You actually bought it. Is it any good? Oh yeah, yeah. The cats love it. Is it better than Iams? Fourteen going. Yeah, they're fourteen going on fifteen, and they look healthy yourself. That says they're doing fine. Yep. The two that are left, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry George. Yeah, he couldn't help it. His his uh his pancreas exploded or something. His right? pancreas gave out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we think. He was one sick. He was a he was a. Well, that cat. may make your your head explode, but gosh darn it, it makes my pancreas explode. <laughs> when your head when your head explodes, at least you're dead. You don't know. Yeah. Messy though. George was the one that kind of looked like Garfield. Yeah, he looked like Garfield. He wasn't, uh, may he rest in peace. He wasn't very bright. George wasn't? Um, George no. was pretty smart. He always turned the water on in the in the kitchen so he could drink out of the faucet. Well, and then would he, leave it for, running. You had to have a rubber band no, on the, on the, when, the yeah, handle. The reason we had to do that was because he when he first started doing it, he'd turn the water on and then he'd turn it off. Okay. He'd sit there for a half hour turning it on and off. And he would always turn it off when he left. <laughs> but he, he somehow he forgot how to turn it off. Oh. We had to put the rubber bands on to keep him from turning it on. Oh, well. Hey, do you want to hey. hear some news? Go. <laughs> We're go for news. Oh. What's news, you ask? What's news? Thank I you. <laughs> hey, speaking of Garfield, 
they're going to do a new uh, animated Garfield movie because that you know, however many half a dozen they've done before that wasn't enough. They got to do another mm. one. Guess who's uh, the voice of Garfield this time? I have no idea. Do you know who was the voice of Garfield last time? I think. I have no idea. Bill Murray. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't watch cartoons anymore. No? I gave those up when I was. Yeah. No, it's a. The, the new voice of Garfield is is Chris Pratt. Do you know who Chris Pratt is? Bumpa. Nope. Bumps. Nope. Bumpa don't know. I bet you do. Yeah, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that in a minute. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks I for don't showing know. me your Oak Island magazine. <laughs> Chris Pratt is, uh, is the, the kind of the dumb guy on Parks and Recreation. He works for Ron Swanson, the guy with the mustache. On what though? On Parks and Recreation. I don't see. I don't watch that. But you know who Ron Swanson is? No. The guy with the mustache that drinks the whiskey. Oh. And eats the steaks and the bacon wrapped shrimp. And he, and he looks like this. Yeah, he looks like Grumpy Cat. Grumpy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know who Grumpy his, Cat is. What's his name? Ron Swanson. I gotta write that down. That's his real name. No, that's not his real name. Oh, that's the character. I think you, he was on this old house. This or old ask, house. No, ask this old house. I'm sorry. He was on ask this old house. A few, he was? a few years ago. Yeah. He came in to talk about the, uh, wonders of, uh, of woodworking. What's his real name? Oh God. Nick Offerman. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Nick something. Nick, 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 Nick Offerman. O F F E R M A N. Somebody talking at okay. you. No, I, I'm discovering things. I don't sit up here in leisure very often. So, Should we take a tour of... Uh, I don't think you want to do that. Bounce's office? The, de- the Depends are still back there. Yeah, you haven't had to crack that open yet, huh? Yeah, I cracked it open. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. How many got used? <laughs> Just one. By you? Yeah. Yeah. They told me I had to have a urological procedure. Uh-huh. Was this where they, I got, they bored through your prostate with a laser? Yeah. Yeah. Ba- basically. I got up one morning, one Sunday morning, I couldn't urinate. And uh, let me tell you, pal, that's that's a near-death experience. Yeah. What happens if uh, I, you can't urinate? Your body just reabsorbs it and everything's fine? Oh, no. No. You, you, <laughs> no. You you become a urine tank. <laughs> your, the, your kidneys go. Oh, so we don't have to. Uh, uh, we we they, uh, they, we can't no, get rid they, of that stuff, huh? We but well, we better stop making it. Shut everything down, they, boys. Yeah, they, they boy. <laughs> I went to the emergency room, and uh, he says, "Oh, we'll put a catheter in and get you drained out." And I said, "Okay, but make sure you got a big jug." And he kind of laughed and he got the cat- catheter in immediately like a fire hose uh-huh. he said boy you boy you weren't kidding were you <laughs> did you did you overflow no but it it, it, <laughs> it, it, it gushed for a while nice <laughs> yeah but that's i took i had a after i had the procedure done i i had to go in well they told me to bring it depends with me because uh-huh. it oh, sometimes it leaks yeah. but it, it didn't it didn't yeah. leak well that's good yeah. Enjoy your lunch, everyone listening to this. 
<laughs> can, they, can anybody see this? No. Oh no. Okay. So I hit something else, right? I won't. Well, it, yeah, you can describe it, and if it's boring, this, I'll cut you, it out. Oh, this isn't boring, but it's hard to describe. I got a Christmas gift in this box. <laughs> That's not real. Come on. No, it's not real. I've, it had a sweatshirt or something in it, but I. I open it up and it says earwax candle kit. <laughs> it, was from, it was from your sister. Yeah. What's inside? <laughs> Nothing. I, there was a real present in it. Oh, but, oh, okay. It's a fake yeah. box. <laughs> so it's a helmet with Somebody's tubes that come Christmas. out of the ears and it goes into some kind of collection tank where it forms you a nice uh, tall candle out of your own earwax. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Happy looking like young it. couple resting on their couch while their earwax candle burns, enjoying yeah. sights and you smells. Like, you fire that candle up, you're going to empty the room <laughs> real quick. Yeah, somebody's getting a present in that this year because it's been dormant yeah. for about three years. You need, yeah. to, you need to re-gift the uh, joke gift box. Absolutely. With the Could real, with the real gift in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have not any... you. What? Not not to you. No, 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 no. Because I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Can you make a can, you make, a? can you make candles out of boogers? I don't know. You should try. No, I don't. I get very few boogers nowadays. <laughs> it says, just runs. Says the guy who blew his nose immediately before the recording, Here. and then is was just picking it. But here's something. <laughs> I wasn't picking, I was scratching. Oh, okay, Jerry Seinfeld. Whatever you say. <laughs> what do you got there? You read it? A tree watering bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to plant some trees, huh? Yeah. These you... suckers really work. Yeah. So that's like a, some kind of a semi-permeable a... sack that you wrap around the bottom of your tree? Exactly, yeah. And they're, they're worth their weight in gold because the water just seeps out. You do that the first summer, and boy, the tree's off to a great start. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you plant trees, you got to use those. And they're cheap, too. We're going to put... How much does one of them run you? I don't think it was 10 bucks. Is it? Is it one size fits all? Yeah. They, these are kind of and intended they're, they're for re- your, your, uh, your newly planted trees. Which we're going to plant next spring, yeah. Uh-huh. You're going to have an orchard, a fruit, tree. Or, fruit tree orchard out there, huh? I don't, well, I don't really care about the fruit. It's the blossoms that I like. Yeah. Get ones, These are uh, flower, make sure you pick, pick, fla- pick ones that have good, but pretty flowers in the spring and, uh, and yeah. the bright colors in the, in the fall on the leaves. Yeah. Yes. And they don't get more than 25 feet high. Yeah. Yeah. Right out there. It's going to be three of them. Yep. Sounds good. Don't need those big ass maples anymore. Well, no, hopefully somebody got some use out of them in their fireplace. Well, you know why they planted them, don't you? Why they Did planted I tell you them? About? Yeah. Why they planted the, I, the maples that you just had cut down? Yeah. Why who planted well, them? All, the people who planted them a hundred and something years ago? Oh, no, they weren't that old. They were maybe 75 years old. Oh, only 75. I'm sorry. But, why did they, they're they all, plant them? They're all over the neighborhood. Uh-huh. And they're, they're, too, they're all too close to the structures. Oh, yeah. And you, you walk around the neighborhood and you go, what the hell is wrong with these people? Well, back in the seventies, air conditioning was really expensive. Uh huh. Yeah. So people to acquire, uh, 
Yeah, people wanted the trees to block the sun to cool down their house. Right. It's natural air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why they did that. <laughs> it's it's better than baking in the sun. It's not I wouldn't call it air conditioning. It's we just have a, shade. We, <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was it was very expensive to acquire and it was very expensive to operate. Really? Did yeah. It, did, plus, it, did it leak it, Freon like crazy? No, well, I don't know. I, I imagine it was did. There, it was primitive. Was there were, um, were, were there like a, a whole family of squirrels in a big wheel? They had to keep fed. No, no, no. It was electric. One of the, <laughs> well, yeah, the fact, squirrels. The, the squirrels run in the wheel, and it it no, goes through an not, alternator, and it uh, creates electricity. Right. It's cream to burn the squirrels up. The electricity was an issue because a lot of homes weren't. They couldn't handle it. They, they had to have an elect, electrician come in and run extra fuse boxes. Mm-hmm. And there, it was. Yeah, it was not. It was not a pleasant experience to get your house cool yeah. and it didn't work that well well i think you i know, don't know anybody when i was a kid i don't know anybody that had it there were a few people that had window units yeah but even those were expensive to run and they didn't work all that well you know what they, but that's uh, what the big trees were for yeah you know what what i found out is pretty common down here in the south hmm. um and i i heard this from my uh my hvac guy who installed uh our new furnace and air conditioning Mm-hmm. a couple of years ago he said that what a lot of people do especially people with older homes that might not have you know if you have an older system that's not running at peak efficiency you know they'll mm-hmm. they'll get window units for their bedrooms mm-hmm. on the in the upstairs and run the central air at the same time to keep the house balanced because warm air rises and all your cool air goes down your staircase <laughs> into your lowest level yeah yeah i I can't i just can't fathom living where it's that hot yeah it's pretty disgusting it's uh, i know it's it's i'm i'm making the very small penis sign my (laughs) my thumb and index finger it's it's this much better in the summer here than it is in the winter there which is that, and that's why I live here. Yeah, I, I could still, I still have a picture in my mind from a few years ago in the winter when you couldn't get out of your garage because of the ice on your hill, and you took table salt and went out and sprinkled it on the ice. Well, yeah, everybody was sold out of, uh, of yeah, of yeah, deicer, rock salt, and but all that. The, no, you couldn't get any say- of that. Now, I will say I'm really proud of you because now you you have a huge container of salt in your in your basement ready to go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. I'm on. Uh, we're on our second container of beet salt. Beet salt. Good stuff. Made yeah. made from uh, from from Shroot Farms beets. Beets in yeah. Scranton, Pennsylvania. They put beet juice on the roads up here. They they do a <laughs> tremendous do they really? amount. Oh yeah, are the roads yeah. all stained purple in by March? No, I, no, I haven't seen any staining. W- they use brining up here. Yeah, they, we we have that down here too. I mean, big time up here. Yeah, well, because we, you know, they, we we just bought all of our uh, uh, winter road uh, maintenance equipment down here uh, about seven years ago after the yeah. the aforementioned thing that shut the yeah. whole city down. They do. Do, do they? Do they? Do they 
do they do a lot of preventative spraying all the time yep yeah yeah that's what they do they up here they used to they, they used to do the main highways now they do everything with Brian? they come through our yeah if there's uh snow predicted they'll come through our neighborhood maybe three four times before the snow even falls yep yeah, so it never, it, prevents, it never accumulates yeah well no the, and the ice. ice doesn't yeah, yeah ice doesn't bond to the pavement uh-huh when they do that and it's noticeably better i mean you go the snow stops and five minutes you get wherever you want to go yeah it's it's a huge improvement i don't know all the municipalities have trucks and they they buy with big tanks on them and they go out and spray that was that hasn't been that long since since that became the big rage yeah that's why i was saying i think uh when that technology you know that the or the brining was becoming popular and people were buying those trucks and buying the brine and it was readily available everywhere that's it that's exactly when atlanta needed to buy new stuff yeah <laughs> so that they You're didn't lucky. have a repeat so i think i think that's how we ended you, up with uh with all the brine trucks instead do of you salt. have issues do you have issues with the pavement buckling from heat buckling from heat no i don't think I don't yeah think so oh that's big thing big thing up here uh, last summer at least four different spots on Highway 16, the pavement buckled, and they have to come out and remove it and repave it. So you got one lane shut down. Yeah, uh, they they use concrete that cures overnight now, so they've got there something, is no delays. Yeah, they've got some new kind of surfacing that they're putting on over the the old concrete surface because down here everything is uh, is asphalt when it's uh, on the ground. But yeah. all of the bridges, the bridge overpasses are concrete. But they've got some new surface that they can put on top of that old concrete rather than tear the bridge apart. That, I, that's a southern thing. They don't do that up here. Well, they just started doing it here. I just noticed it. Interesting. That's a good idea. The smartest thing I've, I've seen in road surfacing it never took off. This guy designed panels that had s- solar uh generating systems in them and you For put those down on the, on the roadway huh yeah yeah and it just made all kinds of sense but it never took off huh um and they were the the main issue was they had a glass the, the contact surface was glass and he was trying to get the right consistency the right surface to so the cars wouldn't slide all over oh when it was raining. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I was thinking that uh that that would get scratched up and dirty and reduce the uh, efficiency of the the panels. Well, I think the that sunlight was, can't get through. That that part of it he cured, but it, but the but he could, the, he couldn't uh, make it non-slip. That's where they were having an issue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the temperature range yeah. that it has to work under. But it made it, it sounded like a hell of a good idea. Generate an awful lot of electricity. Oh yeah, think about that surface area. Mm, yeah. that's, that's way more than covering every every roof in a city with it. Yeah, there must have been something else. Wrong the interstates. With it from, yeah, well, parking lots. There must have been something else wrong with it from a, a maintenance or cost standpoint because they could have done parking lots. Yeah. And they didn't. And and you'd think they would have at least done that. You'd see it somewhere, right? If yeah, they were doing yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Huh. I haven't seen it anywhere. Interesting. Yeah. I watched, uh, I've been watching a lot of History Channel lately. It's my channel. <laughs> it's it's mine now too, apparently. And uh, they had some kind Good. of, uh, it's one of those, um, you know, inventions that change the world type shows. That It seems yeah. like they have a bunch of those. And uh, this one was, uh, it was about the interstate highway system. And mm-hmm. everybody thinks it's uh, President Eisenhower came up with that. Mm-mm. And it was some guy, some guy named, uh, uh, no, I forgot his name. Because I missed the first three minutes of the show. It didn't record for some reason. <laughs> so I, I missed the introduction where they tell you who all oh. the main players are and, and, and where everything yeah. started. <laughs> yeah, that, the, you, know where, you know where that came from, the idea. I have a feeling you're going to tell me. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> he, that's where an Eisenhower got the idea. What with the uh, the interchange, these, the interchanges, yeah, or the the air the airstrip and in, in between the, the well, that the different was part, lane part direction. Of it was the, they were going to use the centers for airstrips. Yeah. He Hitler had to move move. He wanted a fast way to move troops around, and they built they built the first interstate system. What's the, it called? The Autobahn? It's the Autobahn. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. When when uh, when Eisenhower yeah. went into Germany when the war was over, he saw this and he said, you know, that's a hell of a good idea. And somebody else picked up on it too. And, but that's why they named it the Eisenhower yeah. system. Well, it was actually some guy, uh, last name of McDonald, that started it in the 20s. He, he started mapping out the entire country, like where all the interstates were. Where go. it should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to, yeah. Feed, to feed the economy. But the, the actual way to do it was the Nazis did it. Yeah. The Nazis. But you notice they don't have any highways in Brazil because they don't want anybody visiting them because, because they have secrets. The Brazilians? No, the Nazis in Brazil. The oh, Nazis. the leftover Nazis. We don't, we don't want anyone coming here because they will kill us. They think we are evil people. So we are the dominators. You were you were telling me before the the show that uh there's like thirty or forty families that are on their third third or fourth generation living in oh, all no, over South America. In no, enclaves. Well, yeah. There'll, there'll be thirty or forty families in, in the Oh, in one compound. enclave. Oh, okay. They they don't know a lot about them because they won't let anybody near them. Mm-hmm. And any any of the natives that work for them don't even talk about them. You know, they actually live in in part of these. They're big, big, hundred you know, million acre yeah. lots of land. Well, that sounds like a you know, I mean, just just generically the situation, some kind of yeah. enclave with thirty or forty families that shuts that that uh, is self sufficient and is shut off from the rest of the world. That sounds like the some place I'd like to live. Um, unfortunately, uh, a, I don't speak German and B they're Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> if not for those two things, I would go live there. Yeah. Yeah. The, there was a, there was a, sh- a TV show. I thought it was hokey. Some guy was running around looking for the Nazis and that's where he ended up. Yeah. Standing at the gate to this huge tract of land talking to this, uh, Brazilian guy who spoke very little English and would not say anything other than go away, go away. Yeah. You can't go on this road. They don't want to talk to you. These gates are locked. 
Go away. Yeah. A, Bra- a Brazilian Nazis, huh? But that's a lot of Nazis. Do, do we need to worry? <laughs> Brazilian Brazilian Nazis. <laughs> Never gets old. Uh, hey, so you know speak- who I could I could picture d- doing that uh, at this point in her life is Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> what moving on moving on some estate where, where we're taking her her ice cream refrigerators with hey, her. That's a those are good refrigerators and that's good yeah. ice cream in them. Yeah, Lock, locking herself up in this estate where nobody can bother her. She can just sit around all day. Have you had that Jenny's ice cream yet? No. Do you like ice cream? Yeah. Go buy Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> okay. Jenny's? Jenny's. I don't, I've, I don't, I've never seen it. I, I think. Um, J-E-N-N-I. It's at Publix. Okay. Do you have Publix up there? No, we don't have Publix. No. Um, at Kroger's. Yeah, it's not at Kroger, but it might be at your version of Kroger, which is... You know what, you know what they're which selling? Which was pick and retail. save, but then when I went there, I, I blindly drove there. <laughs> Cause I know where it is and I pulled into the parking lot and I got all confused because I'm like, well, it looks like a grocery store and the parking lot's full of cars and there's people pushing carts, but it doesn't say pick and save anywhere. And I had to look for the, I had to look for the name. It's called Metro market now. Is that Metro right? market? Yeah. yeah. Metro market. Stop rebranding things. God damn it. I have nothing to say about that. I thought I was having uh, a senior moment. Like, wait a minute. Where am I? They're selling what there's, there's several, there's several. I'm out of town. I'm out of state. I'm by myself. I don't know where I am. I need a med- med- medical alert thing. Yeah. The, <laughs> Call 911. <laughs> Help me. I'm disoriented and I poop my pants. <laughs> no, that didn't really happen. I poop my we, pants at a different there, time. There, there's, there's several outlets around here now for Mullins ice cream. Yeah. From from Watertown. Yeah, that's really good stuff. Yeah. That's I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, they have uh they have more locations now. So you don't have yeah. to, you don't have to go to Watertown. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Mullins <laughs> ice cream is like the only good thing in Watertown. That and the Chinese restaurant. But Chinese yeah, restaurants are good yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They are. <laughs> that's why there's that's why the feral cat population will always be healthy. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Eating Chinese what? food? <laughs> Chinese food cat meat. No, that's that's why the feral. Uh, oh, oh, you're saying they're they're getting the uh, the slow ones off the streets. Mm-hmm. So the slow ones and the old ones. Okay. Why these yep. feral cats are all young and healthy here? Yeah, must be near a Chinese healthy. restaurant. Is that that's where you're getting going with that? That <laughs> that the Genesis yeah. joke. Okay, that's yeah. good. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> That's a great, that's a good. One. Yeah, figured that out. <laughs> You're on a whole different level yeah. with the jokes. That went way over my head. <laughs> you ever, you ever watch the Cat Guy on TV? Oh boy, uh, Jackson Galaxy. You know Jackson Galaxy. Yeah, we've yeah. seen him. I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. Is he not on TV anymore? Or do, I, do we just stop watching know, the channel? He's not on anymore. No. At, at, at least I can't find him. He did, uh, he did a show. Yeah, it was about like my cat. my cat from hell or something. No, it was it was about the feral cat population in Philadelphia. Oh, oh, so he's and gone on he, to serious documentary filmmaking. No, this particular one was, but he got he got together with some people in Philadelphia, and, um, and they they 
raised money. They bought a, a thousand cages. They leased trucks. They uh, got every vet they could talk to to donate spaying. And they had a Saturday morning, they got all these volunteers together and they went around uh, one area, just one area in Philadelphia. They had 90 locations where these feral cats had literally taken over whole buildings and stuff. One was a school and they had gotten under the building. They were living under the buildings and they were, they were picking these cats up by the hundreds. Wow. It's just, yeah. You know, I was, I'm watching it and I'm going, you know, they F everything up in Philadelphia. They, they just can't do anything right there. Even cats, they can't have cats like everybody else. They got to have, feral cats thousands of them even even their their most uh, prized historical uh, possession uh in their city there from the founding of the country is broken that stupid bell fix your bell oh the bell's been broken forever. no i know i'm making a joke but they the buildings they, these these what are these i can't think of the name of them these these street people get <laughs> on the steps they <laughs> everywhere but... <laughs> well <laughs> The, the California shitters, I call them. <laughs> There's no toilet, so. Well, that that's their problem. They, you know, they. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty sad when you can't don't even well, no. have a toilet. <laughs> the sad thing is that they don't clean it up. The city doesn't they, have somebody to come clean that stuff up. And and the, and the and the shitters don't care. Well, no. Why would you? You don't own it. Yeah, you're just, homeless. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This says that, uh, well, when, how how much would you be willing to pay to have Jackson Galaxy come to uh, to your house to help you with your cats? Nothing, because you don't need help with your cats. What if you did? Help. What if you did? What if you did need help with your cats and you couldn't figure it out? How much would you pay for him to come fix it? Ten, fifteen bucks. Oh, okay. As for a second yeah. there, I thought you were reading my mind. Uh, ten to twenty thousand dollars. No, <laughs> no, that's, yet. That's what it says. His uh, speaking fee range speaking is. Fee. But that that was an that was the answer to how much does it cost for Jackson Galaxy to come to your house, according to the internet. Oh no, I wouldn't. Uh, he, he, I haven't seen him on the. He usually be on the Animal Channel. It's called My Cat from Hell. It said it uh, stopped in 2020. Yeah, it hasn't been around. He started. He started a new adventure, singling out specific situations, and it involved more dogs than cats. And he had this young white woman with him, and they would go. The, the shows I saw were, were primarily black people and pit, pit, and pit bulls. Yeah, and there, and there was it, it was not. I didn't think it was going to last. In fact, I was surprised that he didn't get sued because uh, he'd go into the home and, and I mean, the, the ones that he visited had no concept of how to take care of a pet. Hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of sad the way the animals were treated. But in a couple of cases, I guess he did get through to them and, you know, you, you, get through to the pet owners and say, look, you got to do this different. You got to do that different. And yeah, it was bad. And it, it went out, the show went off after about four episodes. Huh. 
No, I haven't heard anything out of him since. It looks like the the pandemic killed my cat from hell. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The last episode was called Catch Crazy. Of course they have. It's just S dot dot dot, but obviously that's what it's supposed to be. Catch crazy. (laughs) Yeah, if you see reruns, watch it. It's funny. What are we supposed to be talking about? Yeah, I was going to, I was trying to do that. Speaking of watching TV and the, and the History Channel, as we were talking about before when I tried to say, speaking of watching the History Channel, hey, there's a, a, a new show, or it's, it's an old show, but it's uh, everybody's favorite show. Uh, just premiered its uh, first episode a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. You, want, you want to talk about Oak Island? Oak Island. Oh. There is an dear island dear to my heart. in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. So far, they have found a stone slab with strange symbols carved into it. This is the new intro. Man-made workings that date to medieval times. Man-made workings that date to medieval times. That's the stone road, which they're now calling a possible wharf. Did you notice that in the episode? It was a two-hour special premiere episode. Or it was two episodes crammed into one. Who knows how they'll end up recording that. But uh, yeah, they started out calling it a road or possible wharf. And then then they called it a possible wharf. And then by the end of the show, they were just calling it a wharf. <laughs> yeah. But all last season, they just called it the Stone Road. They never said it wharf at all. <laughs> yeah, there's some issue with the other end of it. They're having difficulty finding where it's going. But that that's... There was some heavy-duty stuff going on there. I don't know if you saw it or not. Samuel Ball, the the former slave that ended up owning most of the island. Yeah. Plus a whole bunch of property on the and, mainland. And, and was, got super-duper rich farming very cabbage. Very wealthy man. Was it he yeah, was farming was, cabbage on Oak Island? And then all of a sudden he was cabbage. super wealthy. Gee, I wonder, I wonder what happened there. It, it, it was damn good cabbage. It was damn good cabbage. Come on down to the market and get yourself some of Samuel Ball's damn good cabbage. Damn good cabbage. <laughs> you know, if they had radios in the 1800s or whenever that was. 1700s. He used, <coughs> oh, that's he used right, because he was suspected as, as being one of the original three that found the money pit. He was, yeah. Now it's down that apparently is uh, fact. Um, they've determined that that was his fact. He was one of the three. Whoever the other so person was, of, wasn't, wasn't real. No, no, it was some, for some reason they didn't use Samuel Ball's name. The McGinnis. McGinnis, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straightened, straightened that all out. But uh, he was, he was known for paying for purchases, land and other things with uh, old Spanish gold coins. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder where he found those. Yeah, where did he get those? So do you You think. You don't get those at the local, uh. At the local city court bank. No, no, he dug them up on uh, on Oak Island because he he found the treasure or part mm-hmm. of the treasure. But this is this is one of the things I wanted to ask you because in the past, your opinion you have stated. I, I think I'm remembering this correctly that you don't think there's any actual treasure there. There's just all the leftovers. That's a possibility because it was a bank, and banks not only accept deposits, they also have withdrawals. Yep. And and I would I would guess that of all the wealth that's been deposited there, probably eighty percent of it's been removed. Okay, so you do think there's still something left? 
Well, th- yeah, there's something there. Now, I, that, I don't know what it is. Has has I, I, is that always the eighty percent? That was always your opinion, because I remembered it as you thinking there was nothing left there, and they were just going to find the infrastructure buried. Well, originally, yeah, that's I felt that way originally, but now with these water tests, yeah, and what water tests uh, are those? We had a. Uh, at the well, end, end found, of the season last year, they found a, 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 a quote, truckload of silver or, or evidence of what must be a truckload of silver yeah. in the ground. And then and when, in this episode, there's silver, there's gold, they yeah. figured out, well, yeah, that was, that was the thinking was, uh, if there's silver, there's probably gold too, because it's obviously a large well, amount buried t- in the ground. So if there's somebody they, buried silver, there's they, probably they gold t- yeah. along with it. But now they tested for gold. They, they, yeah. uh, So they left us last, last season thinking that, uh, it wasn't possible to detect gold in water because it wasn't supposed to degrade or corrode or whatever leach away. It, it was not uh, soluble. It was totally insoluble. But then apparently now there's a new test in, in the, in the past six months, they've, uh, some, Smart, smart people, some smarty pants, uh, university types <laughs> figured out a way to test for parts per billion. Well, the presence of gold. Right. Yeah. They figured out some way to do it. I don't know how, what, it's not very strong concentrations that they're testing for. Yeah. It's, it's something like a, yeah. a one, one hundredth of a, of a, of a part per billion is normal. That's what you find yeah, in, in seawater. <clears throat> right. And, and what it did they find it, uh, on Oak Island? Enough to indicate a Gebhardt truck, uh, dump truck load. Gerhardt? Gerhardt, yeah. Billy Gerhardt. Billy, uh, my man, Billy, I love Billy. Gerhardt Property Improvement, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. Billy's, Billy's, <laughs> Billy in his backhoe. He's, yep. he's one of the, he's one of the uh, Fellowship of the Dig now. Yeah. He's great. But they found, what was what? it? It's, it's about four... Over four times, like four and a half times the normal amount yeah, yeah, of gold yeah, in, in, in the water, so in the wells, in the money pit. There's something there. Yeah. Uh, well, that that shaft that they dug where they found uh, gold embedded in the walls. And then they, they sent a diver down last season and he pried it out Ooh. and then he dropped well, it. Was a, it was a gold coin. He, yeah, pried it he out held it up walked. to the camera. We all saw it. And then he dropped it. it. And he whoa, dropped whoa, it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why didn't they just make him go all the way down to the bottom and get it? Hey, I don't dummy. know. Hey, dummy, you dropped well, that coin. Go get it. Probably because his head would have exploded if he had gone all the way to the bottom. But I still think <laughs> they should have just dropped the cage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Glenn. That's... We dropped the cage. Hold your breath. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Glenn. And grab that coin. <laughs> Guess who's going after that coin you just dropped? Yeah, you. Right now. <laughs> Whoa, oh, what? You don't have enough air left? Oh, well, hold your breath. Here we go. I'm, I'm, in, I'm particularly intrigued right now with, uh, with the fact that Francis Bacon was involved in... Uh, they think he may have been... Uh, uh, there's a theory that he may have been William Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. He actually wrote Shakespeare's stuff. That uh, Shakespeare was, was his pen name. His pen name, yeah. yeah. That he act, but uh, there's, a th- there's, part of the, there's a theory that 
the original manuscripts are down there. Oh yeah. Um, because they did, they, they did find the vault. They actually hit it once and drilled into and it. They, no, they didn't. They pushed it out of the way. Uh, a previous Wait, expedition. Guys? Yeah. Yeah. They just, they hit the box and the, the, something moved when they, the drilling guy said something moved over to the side. Oh yeah. That was right when I started watching it or right before I started watching it. Yeah. But in the past <clears> it was <throat> the, the, the chapel. That's because it's named the chapel shaft and the chapel vault. They drilled into it and got gold. Came back mm-hmm. on the uh, drill bit. Yeah, there's a, a, a big piece. a big wooden box covered in concrete. Yeah, a piece of manuscript. And oh, that's right, gold. with the VI on it. Yeah, yeah, and some gold chain. That was uh, I'm I'm one of late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was at like that, uh 150 feet. I don't think it was that far down. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they they talked about that. It was uh, like 145, 150 feet. They went down in uh, almost the same spot with um with one of the uh, what were they four feet diameter Hand. cans? Yeah, and when they did that, they hit. They think they, they hit, hit something, the and it shifted, it pushed it out of the, the way. Gr- yeah, the ground is so unstable there because of all the digging that they pushed the box out of the way. There's a, there was a guy back in 1965. Yep, they talked about him. They they never yeah, talk about well, him on the show, and they talked about him a lot because it well, was they're digging through his spoils. The guy was an asshole. Yeah, he that's just why does, they don't talk about him. Yeah, they he said, showed up with with a big drag crane and a big bulldozer. He said, "I'm going to dig a 150 foot deep hole, 150 feet across," and he did. Well, they said they on, didn't the, on find the show because it caved in. They said on the show it was 100 feet in diameter and 140 feet deep. Which would and then it, and then that's when it started flooding and then it caved it in. It flooded and it caved in. But he got but down he within pay. he got within five feet of the chapel vault where they hit the chapel yeah. vault at 140. That's why because I was always wondering as a you know somebody who was kind of a casual observer of this yeah. you know, in the beginning, but now I've, I've I'm up to speed. I always wondered about and do we know that guy's name? Hedden, hidden, something no, like that. Not hidden, not no, hidden shaft. I'm thinking who's the guy that dug it up? I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head it was in the 1950s. I remember reading about it in the paper because uh, everybody figured this is, this guy's got it covered with this digging this big hole. Right. And that's what I always was wondering was if this, yeah. if this guy dug everything up and then filled it all in, what are they even looking for? You know, but there, well, he only got down to 140 feet. And everything and that did, they're looking for is underneath that. He did tear it all up. Everything above. I mean, that, that's why they're, they keep pulling up little pieces of wood. Right. Because he just destroyed everything and he, and he pushed it all back in the hole. He didn't, he didn't catalog anything as he was digging. God knows how many artifacts, historic artifacts are, uh, you know, were destroyed because of the way he did that. That's why the, the antiquities, whoever controls that in Canada, that's why they're being so tough on these guys. Now they have to sift through everything. They had to go buy that, that uh, miners wash plant and all the spoils go through that. Yep. And they're finding all kinds of stuff. Dunfield. Dunfield. Yeah. That's a guy. <laughs> that sounds like the, uh, the goofy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dung yeah, Hill, really, what have you done this he time? Did, he did a lot of damage. Then he ran out of money, so he packed up and went home. Yeah. When I when I first heard about it, there was a guy in Texas who had made a fortune with oil wells, and his last his last name was Slick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think the first name was Tom. Tom and Slick. He was he was planning uh an expedition there he had a lot of money and he was going to go there and he was going to find all these tunnels and everything and uh he was a pilot but apparently not a very good one because he crashed his airplane and killed himself before he made it to (laughs) oak island oh here we go robert dunfield leased portions of the island and dug the pit area to a depth of 134 feet and a width of 100 feet so he was 11 feet above the chapel vault when it caved in yeah well where they think it was 1959 to 1966 yeah it's been shifting around yeah and they proved that with uh with uh marty's coin that he 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 dropped down one of the shafts that they dug and then they found it like 20 feet off to the side in another shaft like six years later or something yeah that was that was last season wasn't it yeah yeah, that was proof that the that it's that, shifting. That the, the ground moves around. So, mm-hmm. they, yeah, I think what they what they were talking about doing at the end of of not last year but the year before another big uh, dig pre COVID. Yeah, well, they were gonna they were they figured that that they were going to have to uh, to make an excavation, a primary excavation, uh, like a hundred feet in diameter. Mm-hmm. And they were going to they were going to either line the walls with concrete because it would become a permanent thing, or yep. they were going to free freeze it. Yep, so that it and wouldn't cave in with the ethylene glycol, so it wouldn't free cave in right. And then once they had this central shaft, they could dig tunnel. They could tunnel off of this shaft and go in different directions and find different things. Yeah, but a hundred feet in diameter—that's that's a big hole. That's a big hole. Yeah. They should yeah. be able to find. I mean, they have a pretty good idea. It's they've, you know, the, with the gold readings and the water and everything, they pretty much know that it's that C1 shaft now, where, they, where they found the gold coin and dropped it. No, now they two do. Years yeah. ago, they, they, did, they didn't know that. No, but they, if they did it now, they would center that hundred feet right on C1 yeah. and they would, yeah. they wouldn't have to tunnel off to the side unless there are tunnels that go all the way over to the swamp or the other, the West side of the Island which they suspect as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That was a that was a huge uh international banking system. That was like uh the Federal Reserve back then. Yeah. For the whole world. And there, and there's all these there's all these uh worldly connections. The uh people with uh, with buildings in Europe with the They've a couple of structures that pointed right to Oak Island. Yeah. They, they're built in such a boom. You follow the direction the building's pointing and you're there. I mean, this, this was, uh, and it's all, it's was, all started with the Templars. Yeah. I mean, you can just picture a bunch of Templars and the pirates sitting around in the saloon, you know, where are you guys headed for? Well, don't tell anybody, but we just, uh, we just made a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you did, yeah. I and I'm not talking about dropping okay. a deuce either. Yeah, <laughs> yar. I am not yeah. talking about dropping a deuce. 
Yar. <laughs> Went to the Oak Island, yeah. The other thing was took a big the, dump the, of gold. <laughs> the this the the supply of of uh wealth was unbelievable because every spring for a good number of years, the these uh uh Spaniards would go to go to South America and murder murder off three or four tribes of Aztec and take their gold yep. and load it in their ships. And in the springtime, they'd get in the that current, the Gulf Stream, uh, the Gulf Stream, up and the head east back coast. to yeah, right up the east coast, right past Oak Island, heading for Europe. And uh, Gee, there you was think a they guy there. <laughs> well, they didn't stop there, but uh, they didn't go any further. Oh, the pirates there, got them. There was a there was a guy, and I think this is ingenious. This remember, this is the 13, 1400s. There was a guy further down the line in I, I, in Nova Scotia, and he had a he he had fourteen pirate ships. His own and he fleet. hired the his own fleet of pirate ships. That was his business. He went out and blew up the Spaniards and took their gold. <laughs> but he but he dragged it. He he over you know he'd overcome the crew and he dragged the ship back to God knows where and empty it. And this was a lot of gold from the the aztecs oh yeah and that that would explain the ship that they buried in in between the two islands if it was a particularly it maybe it was a uh, a spanish man of war or something that they didn't want anybody to know they had taken so they pulled it in between where the swamp is and burned it yep the one thing that didn't make sense was the uh the ship's railing and they didn't talk about this they, they they came up with a piece of ship's railing from the swamp and they carbon dated it and it carbon dated to six or 700 AD, I think, which didn't make a lot of sense unless you consider the fact that it was made from oak and it was probably made from a tree that was that far, that was from that era. Yeah. Then it would carbon date to six or 700. It didn't, have anything to do with the age of the ship or where it was placed and it was they think they think they pulled a, 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 at least one uh, sailing ship into the where the where the swamp is now and set it on fire yeah well there's evidence the, of, of fire and explosion yeah because the, the, the stuff that they're finding on the edges of the swamp where things would have flown if it got blown up you know, like the there were the was it the cannon mounts? Something that, they got all kinds. That was of toward stuff. the end of the season last year. They found those yeah. iron cannon. It was like a yeah. like Pieces a, of a you know like a thing to mount the cannon on, like a little yeah. tripod thing. They found the three pieces, it, and they were all bent to shit because in the was it Carmen Leg, the yeah. the he, blacksmith. Cool. He said it looked like the it had been it, it had been in a, in an explosion and a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's a sharp guy. How the hell does he know all that stuff? <laughs> well, it's, he's he knows he knows his iron. I mean, the I guys guess. Are, but like, what? How? Yeah. How much old rotting iron is there out there that this guy knows exactly what oh, time period everything is from and what it was used on just by seeing a tiny little piece? Yeah, he's like, smart. They brought uh, what did they take to him this last episode? It was a a, a piece of iron that was like a uh, part of a, a a big wheeled cart 
like part of the hub yeah. of a of a wheel on a on a big wheel what they they're calling a, a large wheeled cart or something mm-hmm. presumably what they were using to transport treasure well the leather from from the like swamp up to the uh money pit the the what what is the the leather guy leather guy yeah they he's another he's another one that looks at an old piece of leather and says oh that's off a book or that's off a shoe that's or... true we've only seen him a, a, few, a couple, couple three times he's amazing the last several they, episodes they've uh, got seasons. A, they've got a lot of, a lot of these people that are helping them out yeah it's you know i i watch those shows on thursday tuesday nights and i just ended the show i'm shaking my head and all i'm thinking is why the f- aren't they teaching this in grade schools so kids should be made to watch that show every <laughs> tuesday night well, because they don't know I the mean, whole story. Instead, th- that that should be mandatory TV for every kid. That's history, right there. That's good. They're going to end up changing. They've already changed the history of North America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they say that on the show. It's true. They're going to rewrite it. They've already blown uh, Christopher out of the water. Christopher, nice it- Christopher Columbus, nice Italian boy. Oh yeah. They blew him out of the water. He wasn't the first. No way. They know that. Yeah, it's fascinating. You know, when you, you sit, if you look at a map, if you look at a globe, because that's one thing that I've heard people say, oh, this can't be true. They couldn't have possibly sailed a, a little shitty boat across the ocean. But if you look at a map, it's not that far from England to Iceland to Greenland to Nova Scotia. No, it's little, little, uh, it, little short hops, trips, little, little hops. hops. Yep. Yeah. If you got, and apparently they've been doing this for a long, long time. And and look at a globe, <clears throat> not a, not a flat map too, because the the earth gets pretty curvy up there. Yeah. It's, it's a lot closer than you think it is. What I'm looking forward to is <clears throat> further investigation into, uh, into, uh, Samuel Ball's property because they now, found evidence of a 75 to 100 foot wharf yeah yeah we talked about that the last time that's that he built off of his lot and what the hell did a cabbage farmer (laughs) need a hundred foot need a hundred foot stone wharf for yeah man samuel ball yeah that man had some good cabbage Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -mm, cabbage. you know what maybe back in the day cabbage was a was a uh, kind of a slang word for marijuana. <laughs> well, it's, maybe I think that it's, was it's still a, it's still a slang word for money. Money. Maybe that was what they used to call grass back in the day. You think uh, we we got to go over to Sam's and hit, make a hit, buy a hit. What do they buy call a, it? Buy a hit. <laughs> we'll buy a hit. Uh, a bag. Nickel. I don't know. We'll get a we'll get a nickel bag, a sovereign bag. What is a what a Cheech and Chong? We'll go, they they call we'll stop it, and get a sovereign bag. They always call it they call it a lid, but I, I never I never figured out I what that know. what that meant. <laughs> you know, did you ever watch that I, Cheech and Chong? I the only thing I ever saw that literally had me on the floor rolling around laughing was when they were the two of them were driving in this old Chevy like a 64 Chevy and they, and they were, they were smoking up. It was like a three inch diameter. Yeah. Handmade cigar. Pull. And the whole inside of the car was filled with smoke. 
and they were both stoned. And they're driving along about five miles an hour. <laughs> and you can't even see them in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Having one of their innate conversations. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they, 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 another another goodie that they're throwing in now. Wait, 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 is, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Is this Oak Island stuff or pot stuff? Yeah, this Oak Island. Hang oh. on, hang on. I, I looked it up. This is one of those instances that uh, I love these these instances. You, how, how often does this happen to you? Bumpa, you're an old guy. You're even older than me. I bet there's all all kinds of stuff from from your past when where you wondered. Gee, I wonder why, or I wonder whatever happened to, or what was that thing. But you know, it's lost to time and memory. You don't know. But now there's the internet. You can Google for stuff and actually find it. Like I just Googled Cheech Chong Cheech and Chong lid, and I found a forum, a pot forum called Roll Up where people are talking about Cheech and Chong and what the hell are all these, these, <laughs> these antiquated 1970s uh, pot terms mean. And, uh, and they ask, uh, what's, what, what's a lid? And somebody comes back and says, a lid was an ounce. We did not use scales <laughs> when in a baggie. Yeah. We did not use scales when in a baggie laid flat, a lid was four fingers wide. And then one of the other people quotes that person's, uh, comment and says, you must be old as fuck. <laughs> a lid. So it's enough to cover the scale, I guess. Yeah. yeah Put a lid good. on the scale. I don't know. That's good. I love it. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to say something else about Oak Island. Yeah. This, this, uh, Francis Drake connection. Bacon. Francis Bacon. I'm sorry. Yeah. Francis Bacon connection. Now, see, it's one um, thing to call Francis Drake Francis Bacon because you should always be thinking about mm, delicious bacon. Bacon, but you went yeah. the you went the opposite. You went the wrong way there. You you negated the bacon. Oh. Don't negate I the bacon, the, man. I would never do that. I get the two of them confused. <laughs> but uh, who's Francis, Francis Drake? <laughs> who is that? Yeah. I've heard the name. I just can't think of who He's it is. He's an explorer, English explorer. An, another, another guy uh, uh, jetting around in the ships there on the Gulf yeah. Stream. Yeah, there's some evidence that he was there. Oh, Francis um, Drake as well. Yeah. Was anyone not he on was Oak the Island? One that, <laughs> not, I don't know. I, I mean, who, a lot of people. I want to see the list of people, historical figures who did not visit Oak Island because it'll be shorter. <laughs> This was uh, this was a pretty sophisticated bank, and a lot of people went there. But he he was fascinated with uh, mercury, bacon as a as a Drake no bacon one of them, the one that was there Francis Bacon, yeah yeah yeah, and he he was supposedly experimenting, yeah, with using mercury as a preservative, and he stated that he wanted to be buried in a lead coffin full of mercury yep and and there's a theory that um that it might have uh ended up buried somewhere in on oak um, island on oak island yeah Yeah. because they found mercury they found it at the eye of the swamp right they did yeah Yeah. they found some mercury yeah but he there was something else that he was he was involved 
He's the one they think might have been Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Right. Yeah. There's something else that he was involved in. That's going to be interesting, especially if they find uh, that he found a way to preserve the the manuscripts with uh, uh, what's his name's original writings on it. Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bacon and Drake were were alive at the same time, pretty much. Okay. Second half of the uh, <clears throat> 16th century, but Bacon was a little bit younger and he lived longer. Okay. How long have we been on the road here? I think we're about done. Oh, okay. Do you have any final thoughts about uh, the season of Oak Island? What you expect to see? What you hope to see? Are they no. gonna Are they gonna find the treasure? I don't know. You don't know. They'll get closer. They'll get closer. <laughs> I bet the History they Channel, might, the executives at the some... History Channel, hope that they get infinitesimally closer, just enough to notice. And enough yeah, to uh, right. and enough to uh, tease people with, well, they're, they're gonna be but that they'll never the find the treasure. <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna ride this uh, this money train uh, off the cliff at the uh, at the at the end when uh, both brothers are dead. <laughs> it may go further than that. Uh, well, if, yeah, they got uh, was, they got Alex Lagina and the uh, all those yeah. uh, Fornetti boys. The Fornettis, yeah, the whole game. If this if this goes, if this was indeed a worldwide pirate banking facility. It's, it's going to be a lot bigger than anybody thinks. And they're going to be digging up treasure for a long, long time. They're not going to find one big cache. They're going to find a little bit here and a little bit there. And already they're moving in so many different directions on the island. And there, yeah, know, it's, not, it's not just the money pit. It's no. other areas too. It's the whole. They're gonna. The whole island is involved. It's not just the eastern half. Right. It's been used by pirates for forever, and uh, uh, they're going to be digging there for a long time. Those the you know, Sawyer's grandkids will be watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to watching in a few more years. Okay, bud. All right, I have uh, I have twenty minutes to wrap up, and uh, before yeah, Allison gets home with the groceries, I just got a text from her telling me she'll be home with the groceries in twenty minutes, and it popped up okay. at the same time on four separate screens. <laughs> yay technology! Yay Apple! <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got a I just got a text message from Quinny wants to borrow my lawnmower. So. Somebody's actually going to mow the lawn over there? Yeah. <laughs> or is he taking it somewhere? <laughs> to, I don't he's know. Gonna, he's going to take it to, take it to an a empty lot with his, uh, his friends and flip it upside down and like throw roadkill carcasses on, onto the exposed blades. Turn, turn it into a helicopter. <laughs> That'd be more his speed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's hey, getting Bumps, pretty. Look what I did with your lawnmower. Pretty inventing, isn't he? He's three D yeah. printing oh, yeah. all kinds of things to fix. Mm-hmm. He's three D printing parts to fix uh, household appliances for Doctor Lori. That's pretty you cool. Know, for years, he's been coming up with ideas for. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make that. I'll make this for you, and and it always boils down to welding. Yeah, and I I said Quinn, I said take a welding class. Do they have that at, at, at his school? Well, I didn't know if they did or not. But I said, yeah. find somebody that's, that teaches welding and learn because you, you need that. 
Well, by God, they have a welding class. Oh, good. School. Did he take welding? Yeah, he's he's learning how to weld. Oh, he's in it right now. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. learning how to weld. Yeah. Cool. So, but he's eventually going to have to buy his own equipment, which means I got to pay for it. Yeah. But what the hell? Well, that that's I've a- always wanted. You think he could teach me because I've always wanted to learn how to weld. Anyway. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. Cool. You know who who uh, who wants to continue learning to weld? Who has already begun welding, and and is really mm. good at it naturally? Has a natural aptitude for welding. Allison. Yes. Really? Yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. God bless her. Well, it involves fire. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's hardcore. I'm, it's something you don't expect, you know, a, yeah, a, a pretty lady cool. to do. So, so she knows, <laughs> she knows how to, how to weld. Yeah. Well, the next time you come to visit, we'll have a welding party. Awesome. Cause he's making, he's going to make me a cart, a custom cart. We'll have to think of something that, uh, and, uh, that we need for the house that, uh, yeah. that we can weld yeah. up like maybe a pair well, of things. Are, and then, and then Allison can do one and I can do one. Yeah. Have a have a good weekend. Well, thank you. You too. Yeah. Go Badgers. Thank you for having me on Nerd Burger. Yeah. You're welcome. Glad to have you back. Yeah. Okay, bud. Anytime. All right. Well, are you going to hang out while I end the show? And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. I'm, afterward. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Okay. Now, now's the part where you ask me where they can find us. Where can they find a Nerd Burger? Why, thank you for asking. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next week on Nerd Burger when another guest comes on to talk about things that happened in the past whose name might rhyme with Tim, a.k.a. Bumps. I bet you, I bet you, uh, uh, Jack Partamian would be fun to have on. He seems like he's got an interesting personality. God, that's, you know what? That's a really good idea. And I'm, I've, <laughs> I'm upset that I didn't think of it first. I don't know the man. I mean, I, 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 we message a little bit on Facebook, but that's about it. Wait, do you want, do you want to be on at the same he time knows as who him? I am? I don't mind. I think I, I need to, I need to, <laughs> the next time we come down, at some point I need to meet him. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think he's got a personality similar to mine. I think, I think so. I think you would good. like him. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. The, yeah. The two of you would just go off smoking cigars and I know I, that's joking about good man. joking about, uh, all the things that you'd like to joke about old people. Yeah. Farting. Yep. Trepidation. President poopy pants. Trepidation. President poopy pants. Trepidation. Trepidation. Trep- <laughs> What? No, it's not trepidation. What? There's a word for it. For it's what? It's not trepidation. <laughs> for farting. Oh, oh. There's a word. Flat flatulation. Flatulation, something like that. Yeah. What do you? you well, know there's a new fart the, word. You gotta let. You gotta find out what it is and let me know. The pope. The pope calls it holy shit. <laughs> you know, there's another ass. <laughs> another asshole they ought to get rid of. The pope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Okay. I have to pee really bad. Yeah. Go. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.